The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. For it is if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. The Gospel of the Lord. I had Deacon uh, Morgan read the short version of the Gospel. So you know what that means. This is the second homily of a three-homily message series called The Church Does Not Have a Mission, It Is Mission. So two weeks ago, I did the first homily. This is the second homily. The third homily will be next weekend when I'm at St. Joseph's and St. Ursula's. Go to the website. There's a link we put out on Facebook and uh, what used to be called Twitter. The link's there. And again, if you have trouble sleeping, this could be a, a handy thing for you as well. The title of uh, this message series comes from this summary document. I'm just going to highlight a little bit from the first homily. From the summary document from the Synod that it took place in Rome all of October, just uh, last month, talking about uh, how that we journey together as a church to discern which way the church in the world should go to help transform the world. And these synod of bishop gatherings happen every couple of years on different topics. And the Pope kind of has called, it's a special two-year two synod, really. There's a gathering this past October, and then they gather again next year. And again, it's going to be bishops, priests, theologians, men and women, religious, laymen and women, all gathering around the tables, praying, reflecting. They received our input back in 2021 to help kind of focus the direction. A lot of the conversation is about kind of how we work together, how we pray together to follow the Holy Spirit, to help to be relevant in transforming our modern world with all its challenges and difficulties. In the summary from October, it said, rather than saying that the church has a mission, we affirm that church is mission. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. We're not first, just and foremost, we come to Mass, we receive the sacraments, and then we're supposed to do mission. The essence of why we receive the sacraments, why we gather together for church, is for mission. It's a big distinction, it's a big difference. The sacraments are there to empower us 
and to strengthen us to help change the world outside of these walls. And it goes on to say, it went on to say the summary on how we're supposed to do it. The church announces, meaning proclaims, uh, verbalizes, professes the faith and witnesses the gospel to who? To those who do not know it or welcome it. People who have forgotten who Jesus is, people who have never heard of him, and those who don't want to hear the gospel, we're supposed to go to them first. This is not new. This is a reminder of the mission that Christ gave the apostles, which has been handed down, and to us through our baptism has been given to us. And the document said they do this with that preferential option for the poor that is rooted in the mission of Jesus. The primary people we go to is the poor. And of course, today is the World Day of the Poor. A reminder for us, not just those who are uh, poor materially, the homeless, the poor who can't afford things, but also the poor in spirit, those who are afraid, those who are overburdened, those who don't have a voice. We must have that preferential option, that first option of going to them, assisting them, defending them, supporting them. So if you want to hear more in-depth of that, you can go back to the first homily. This is just setting up the foundation now for this second homily. In the second reading today from Thessalonians, we heard, You are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So let, let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. That's not just for all of you during this homily, to keep awake and to be sober. But we are children of the light. So what are we supposed to share in uh, living out the good news of the gospel, uh, going to people who don't welcome it or don't know it? We don't come with condemnation. We don't come with ridicule. We come with light, with joy, with mercy, with love. And we have to be attentive always to that mission because we even as a church can fall into routine we go to church every Sunday we go and do this we do that and then sometimes we can forget kind of really being attentive to those places of darkness in our world in our city in our lives to then bring the light Bring the joy of the resurrection and the new life Jesus offers to us. That's where we have to stay awake and be attentive and to bring that light that is within each of us, fed and nurtured by our life in the church and our spiritual lives, to go out and proclaim the good news. In the gospel we heard, For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, another two, to another one, to each according to his ability, entrusted his property to them. If we're going to embrace this sense of mission, we also understand that uh, it's not all about us, that just like in this parable, Jesus talks about the father giving, you know, the master giving talents and abilities and in things entrusted to them, is probably our lives, our opportunities, our gifts, have been entrusted to us by God to be shared. At the Saturday night mass, we had a celebration of a baptism. And what a gift for the parents to have, this was their son, they had a daughter and now there's a son, that this gift of life has been entrusted to them by God. 
and the responsibility of the parents, godparents, and all of us to nurture that reality, knowing that our lives are not our own, they belong to God. And it's our duty to try to live our lives most fully. That we can grow our talents, grow our abilities for the sake of mission, not for our own benefit. In, in May, May 7th this year, Pope Francis, during one of his uh, talks, in, is during the uh, Easter season, the Regina Celli, kind of Sunday afternoon talk to the people in St. Peter's Square, gathered for the blessing, he said this, we must not lose sight of the goal, even if today we run the risk of forgetting, of forgetting the ultimate questions, the important ones. Where are we going? Toward what destination do we journey? Without these questions, we crush the fullness of life into the present moment only. We think we should enjoy it as much as possible and end up living day by day without a purpose, without a goal. Next weekend, we celebrate the Solemnity of Christ the King, which is the end of the Church's liturgical year, and I know you don't want to hear this, the weekend after that is Advent. Christmas is coming, right? And the readings as we approach Christ the King make us and invite us to think about really what is our final goal? Because if our final goal is heaven, our de destination is eternal life, that changes the decisions we make here, not getting caught up just in this world about getting things and being prosperous because the Pope warns that we could kind of get caught up in just living the present moment but not remembering the gift of eternal life. The pilgrimage that we are on, the mission is to get gather as many people on this pilgrimage to the kingdom of heaven by encountering Jesus. But so often all of us get caught up in the present moment. We forget about all those things until sometimes things go wrong or we get sick or unfortunately a loved one passes away. Being awake and sober is to think about what's the goal? Not to get myself to heaven, but to gather and invite as many people on the pilgrimage to heaven in our mission with the gifts and talents we have been given. This past year we've been uh, uh, focused in our family of parishes, this sense of building community during our year of welcome and family, kind of weaving the fabric of generous hospitality, making room at the table, not just giving from the table to those in need or those who feel left out, but making room at the table that we're one family, that we welcome everyone and we will make room for them, changing our schedules, our routines, to make room for those all around the table, building relationships, creating a sense of family and trust, and life is not about me. Life is about how we serve, care, and love others. And in the uh, bulletin, there's an article I've posted as a blog post as well, and the article is called Where Everybody Knows Your Name. That's kind of how we've wanted to establish these ministries, these programs, and this attitude of welcome and family that will, it doesn't end with this year, but continues to be part of the woven fabric. And of course, the title comes from one of my favorite shows, Cheers, right? Everybody, you know, everybody knows their name, and, and when, when everybody knows the name, the guy who walked in at Cheers, everybody said, Norm. Well, last night after the Mass, uh, a lady at the back came up and said, well, this is a test, what's my name? 
I had no clue her, her name. I said, Francis. And she said, no. Uh, and I said, you know, you got me. She started to walk away and I said, Norm. She kept walking. We want to create this sense of family that we feel comfortable, we feel welcome, we are accepted for who we are. And in this article in the bulletin, read it at home, and that there's, there's examples of how we have established or reestablished lots of different opportunities in our family of parishes to participate and to create those opportunities because during Advent we're going to transition to our second year of our four-year kind of implementation or this woven fabric of what we are as a family of parishes. That's called the cliffhanger. You have to wait till next weekend to hear about that, right? So here are some prayer thoughts for this week as we continue in our Mass and we continue in this message series that may help us. Recognize what gifts, talents, and resources we have been given by Christ to be shared. Think about what talents we have. What God-given gifts that each of us have been given, which are all necessary to help fulfill the mission of sharing the good news of the gospel. What are the resources that God has given that can be shared? Again, our lives are not about us. It's about this sense of mission and serving others. Be awake to the opportunities presented to us to serve. So if we know our gifts, we know our talents, we know the resources we have, I'm ready, I know that God has blessed me, and I want to be faithful, God will present opportunities for us, big and small, to share, to serve others. We need to be awake for those opportunities, because sometimes they'll slip us by, or we're too busy, or that might be asking too much. Those are opportunities to serve, which we are always blessed. And finally, put our faith into action. When you see those opportunities, serve. Be Christ for others. And so as we continue in our Mass, we gather to be fed, to be nourished. The church does not have a mission. It is mission.